I was still trying to come up with some sort of a game plan in case my parents found me, or perhaps more importantly, if they didn't find me. When bright lights cut through the blackness making me squint to see a car pulling into a parking spot about ten feet away from me. Dad? The cops? I kept my head down as I tried to see if I recognized the car. I didn't. What if this was the rapist or murderer I'd thought up in my last nighttime excursion? I would be found the following morning, lying in a pool of my own blood, which at least would have obscured the stupid hopscotch board. But I didn't fear death. The more I thought about death, the more it seduced me. It would certainly solve a lot of my problems, or at least make them disappear. I could sleep forever. It's all I ever felt like doing anyway. My murder would have added bonus. Vengeance on my parents and everyone else who pissed me off. They'd feel sorry and responsible for my death. They'd finally realize how much I hurt. My mom would finally learn that she couldn't put a band-aid on me and make it all better. She couldn't cover up my pain or kiss it away. Yes, death would bring me the attention I sought. Too bad I wouldn't be around to witness it. The driver turned off the engine and the car lights went out. All was black again. My heart began to race and I started to feel nauseated. I hid my face and hoped I was masked in shadow as I waited to hear the car door open. A few minutes passed. Not a sound. I slowly lifted my eyes. Why would someone just park there and sit in their car? The driver's side was facing me, and I strained to see inside the window. I saw movement. Wait, it was two people. Oh, crap. They were making out. I immediately averted my eyes. Was this just a necking session, or were they going all the way? My fear disappeared, but the nausea remained. What if they saw me? Would they think I was spying on them like some pervert? This was so awkward, but I didn't dare move away for fear of making myself known. So I just had to sit there while these two bozos exchanged bodily fluids? I couldn't understand why anyone would find that enjoyable. The whole thing just seemed so disgusting to me. Why would anyone want someone else's tongue in their mouth, let alone other parts in other areas? Repulsive, yet fascinating. I was dying to watch and see how it was done. Maybe if I just took a little peek. Yuck! Maybe I really was a pervert. I buried my face in my arms and didn't look up again. I'm disgusting. Waiting. Waiting. Hiding in a parking lot got old much too quickly. I wished I could fall asleep. That would help pass the time. But that was never going to happen. What was I going to do to keep from being bored out of my mind all night long? I heard footsteps approaching, then breathing. I kept my face down. This was it. I'd been found. I was either getting arrested or murdered. Rachel, my father said gently, let's go home. Dad hadn't taken the car. He went out searching for me on foot, probably knowing I didn't have the guts to get very far. I was so relieved to hear his voice that I wanted to cry. 
I longed to take his hand and walk home. I had lost my anger, but I could not let my dad know that. I had gotten this far. I refused to give in now. So I didn't move. My 58-year-old father scooped me up off the blacktop and cradled me like a baby. I no longer had the willpower to fight, but I wasn't about to go willingly either. My father's breathing grew faster and louder as he hauled my limp body all the way home. What if his back gave out as it had in the past? What if he had an asthma attack from the exertion? I would never forgive myself. It's okay, Dad. You can put me down now, I thought, but couldn't bring myself to say it.